Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. We are looking at the digital revolution, which I think these days could also be billed as the acceleration economy. Lots of things moving very quickly, flying pieces up in the air, trying to juggle them, hold on to all these things, keep our place, and uh, just keep moving forward at, uh, at, in these remarkable times that we're in today. And we're delighted to have one of our newest monthly digital all-star guests, Bridget Cornier, who is editor of accelerationeconomy.com. Bridget, welcome back. It's a pleasure to have you. Hello, hello, Bob. It's good to see you. Thanks for inviting me back on the show. Um, and yeah, we, we always have some great things to dive into and, and chat through. So I'm excited to, to get into it. <laughs> Bridget, you know, you yourself are a, a, a podcaster. You've got the rap. You're a fairly prolific writer. Um, do you feel like you're getting swept up in this acceleration economy thing? You know, I would say yes. <laughs> um, I, it it is it's been really amazing to see how businesses are really starting to tell their story and we're because we're able to set a new space for that um the amount of new stories that have come from that have has just been incredible i'm we we're new i mean a born again startup i like to call ourselves um you know dy dynamic communities we definitely have a legacy um with uh, microsoft user groups but we are headed toward the future. And we are talking about big ideas, like, uh, you know, how, how are you optimizing uh, your technology in the best way? What does this mean for leadership? Uh, what does this mean for your staff? Uh, you know, things that are fundamental, but also embracing the new ideas of technology and how to incorporate that so people can really matter. Um, and there's not a lot of that out there. And uh, we're really happy that uh, we're, starting to be met with more and more ideas. Um, some of those are from a brand new offering that we're just rolling out called the Analyst Network. Um, and that has been a huge hub for, for those ideas to, to blossom. Yeah, Bridget, thank you for that overview. And I just want to tell everybody sort of for full disclosure, Bridget and I are now colleagues. Uh, Cloud Wars Media uh, about uh, four or five weeks ago became part of uh, Dynamic Communities, Inc. And uh, along with Bridget and our colleague, John Seifert, we've been really building out this acceleration economy idea and the analyst network and so forth like that. But Bridget, I wanted to ask you, you know, you've got uh, a huge event coming up uh, October 11th, right? That's, gosh, next week already, uh, yeah. the summit. So you have that, you're building out all these new things. You've got your podcast, you do a lot of writing, you're talking to lots of people who are uh, innovating in a bunch of ways, both from the customer side and the vendor side. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for bringing up the event that's taking place uh, in just a week. You know, I, I've mentioned before on the show that we do have served that legacy audience of the Microsoft stack. Um, and that is what this event is all about, is uh, to continue to serve that. Um, and that's our Summit North America event taking place in Houston. So that's all next week. So we are very tirelessly working on um, making sure that community is well supported um, and all of uh, that will be executed. <laughs> so we're taking care of that. But looking to the future, yes, we are constantly asking ourselves, um, what is the future of the company? I think a lot of businesses are needing to do that, are starting to do that more and more um, in light of the pandemic and, and whatnot. But 
Um, sometimes in order to look forward, you also have to look back a little bit. What is your foundation? Um, and one of those is a book that uh, I have been rereading. It uh, was published in 2014. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of it, Bob. It's not at all, you know, it's not too old or anything like that, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's called Scaling Up. What is that too old thing? What? Oh, nothing. I like um, to just mess with you sometimes, but uh, <laughs> it's Scaling Up by Vern Hannon Parnish. Um, and this, uh, I think it's a, an oldie but a goodie in that there are some concepts that still really apply today. And the, the whole book as a, as a concept looks at what are some of those thought-provoking processes that need to be put in place for uh, businesses to consider to get it right. Um, that at the time that this book was published, they they shared this a story about Apple that uh, you know it took tw 25 years for them to grow uh, to 9,006 from 9,600 employees in 22 excuse me uh, 2001 um, to the time that the book book was published to uh, 150,000 employees in 2015. Um, and I think I wanted to point this out because, you know, where do you attack the problems when you're trying to uh, address scaling up and growth and, and your employees and, and what does that mean? You know, there's a lot of burning questions here. Um, but some of the, the big takeaways that I found was the four Ds um, <laughs> of the book. Um, I, I have to say, it sounds a little like my report card. They, they've got a copy of my report card. <laughs> I don't know about that. I felt like you were probably oh, any student there, Bob. Invasion of privacy there, but, but Bridget, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, four, the four Ds, and I got to say, Bridget, that the title of the book, Scaling Up, wow, does that, that is just something that everybody today has to be thinking about, you know, scale up in terms of your capacity, your capability, your mindset, and your speed. It, it's great. Mm -hmm. Great idea there. So I, I'm sorry, I've interrupted you. No, it's okay. I, I agree. I, it's a book I definitely recommend um, because it, it looks at some, some quadrants, uh, if you will, uh, not to confuse any other quadrants out there in the market, um, but uh, people, strategy, execution, cash flows. Those are the big four uh, themes of the book. Um, and, uh, it, and, and looking at those in a very strategic way, um, uh, to, to make sure that your people are cared for, but you're focused on cash flows, you're focused on execution. Um, as much as you might want to add more people to the mix, sometimes it could uh, compound existing issues unless you look at those four things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bridget, it's interesting. You know, this morning I was talking with a couple executives from SAP that run their global banking business and this new fintech type of business that SAP has. And as they were uh, outlining the four major initiatives that they discuss with global banking companies. One of the four, again, this is coming from SAP, hmm. was talent. Uh, and, you know, the, the point that they were making was you can have all the greatest technology and business strategies in the world. And if you don't have the world-class people on hand who are fully up to speed, bought in, enthusiastic to make those come alive, you know, those things aren't going to happen. So they, yeah. And, and that's exactly what the book agrees upon. So you didn't, if, even if you didn't read it, Bob, you're, doing, you're just summing it up really nicely. Lisa, um, seven years into the future, perfectly, Bridget, and <laughs> you were smart enough to latch onto that. I guess, you know, it, it, exactly what you said. It's about 
optimizing the people that they're in the right places for success. It's not always that, you know, it's a person problem that, okay, they're, they're the wrong person for us. Sometimes it is just the location in which they're playing that role in the organization. And another element that's brought up from this book is um, the accountability factor as well. It's not so much blaming for, you know, any sort of, um, uh, you know, it's not a blaming sort of experience, but it's a, uh, those KPIs that are measurable that allows people to stay in, in line with their accountability um, and, and, and a sense of responsibility for what they've been assigned to do. So yeah. that's important as well. Yeah, Bridget, I know you have a strong background in uh, psychology and things like that, right? I, uh, I got to spend a fair amount of time over the weekend with my one-year-old granddaughter uh, you know, we all learn about kids as they grow up, they want to have boundaries. Roy's not ready yet for boundaries. So the boundaries don't quite exist for the one-year-olds, but most of us beyond the age of one, we start to recognize that. And I think what you're saying there is something about this accountability, right? We, we want to know uh, that from companies today, I'm being given a lot of autonomy. I'm given reign to try and do new things, but ultimately my role in the team is to deliver this and to work with teammates over here to deliver that and over here to deliver that. And when everybody feels like, oh, I don't know, you know, don't ask me. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a weird place to be in, especially today, as everything is happening, changing, uh, whirling around the customers so rapidly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the writer touches on that of uh, to help with the pointing and, you know, it's their problem, it's their problem. Um, the, there is a level of transparency that needs to happen from the get-go when you're signing the, the accountability. So you can be like you, saying, hey, you know, here are the major points of uh, the processes that our business needs to run. Uh, let's assign a person with accountability to each of those processes and be very clear in who's doing what. And then let's take a second and see, is there anyone else that might be playing a role into making sure that that accountability happens? Um, because it might not be, you know, as an editor for Acceleration Economy, I do depend on a lot of other roles to make sure that my innate job gets done. Um, so I think there's a level of transparency that needs to happen in the same breath. Yeah, yeah. I uh, recall this one um, Marine, uh, Marine officer, and he said, look, he said, I think there's two sorts of people in the world. He said that at the end, he said they either deliver, some people deliver results. And he said, and some people deliver reasons. He said, I'm more interested in the results. Yeah. And that's exactly with the KPIs, you know, have those KPIs that measure the results. Um, and then if you have KPIs that measure those results, um, you know, as a leader, you can take a look at, okay, what, what are, what do I want to improve on for each process? That's maybe, you know, if it's, it's, if it's visibility for the site and optics um, or the number of SEO and how we're performing organic reach, things like that from a marketing perspective, you know, somebody can go, okay, well, I want to get to this point. Um, what's interconnected in making that role successful? Um, so sometimes it's not so much uh, you know, adding more people to a marketing team. Sometimes it's adding resources that can funnel that that uh, that quality to the marketing team. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and uh, Bridget, I think that's true, especially right with. Um, and you know, I'm I'm generalizing here a little bit, but up until 
20, 15 years ago, right? Companies were sort of organized in such a hierarchical fashion, right? The work was very linear. It went from here over to here, over to here, over to here. And anybody in one area might know a little bit about what's going on over there, a little what's, but not really, just sort of move it through. And now there's this, this end-to-end -end visibility that has to happen, right? Seeing the larger sense of be able to switch, adapt, change, modify. And you have to have those different people in there who are able to, to fulfill that function you just described. But Bridget, it's great. It sounds like there's um, lots going on that, uh, you know, in here, and especially with that title of scaling up and with what's going on in the world today, this, this book seems to really have struck you. And what was it that made you go pick up this seven-year-old book uh, <laughs> while you're, you know, your hair's on fire and you're getting ready for this event next week and a hundred other things. What was behind that? Well, sometimes it's, it's important to, as a professional, I, I'm trying to soak this in every day, um, but also balancing a little bit of that exploration of what are the topics out there that maybe are, you know, a, a little, little older in a resource, but still very applicable. And those things can still jump out at you as a fundamentals. And so I like to take some time every now and then to, to soak those things back up. And, um, and it, it helps me with my professional awareness of, you know, what is, what is our tone of voice from an editorial perspective? Um, you know, do we dismiss old ideas? Not necessarily. That's not necessarily the way we have to to be thinking about accelerating is just to dismiss the old because it's old. You know, right. there's there's a lot of value in concepts that, you know, this isn't even old. This isn't old at all, Bob. But you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. You know, that there there is still a very fundamental uh, value in looking back in order to inform your steps forward. Yeah, yeah. Bridget, if I could do a quick diversion here, I, I, I think this is, but it's it's, plays right to your point. Um, the, on the, the Cloud Wars top 10, right, the number one company is Microsoft, right? And uh, Microsoft is run by a guy who's been at that company for 30 years. Um, but Microsoft, I think, is arguably, you know, uh, executes and performs about as well as any company on earth. And they move as fast as they need to. They've, they're one of the most valuable companies on earth. Well, wait a minute. I thought that these cool, slick internet companies you know, the old fuddy-duddies couldn't do that. But here is a guy who's been at Microsoft, you know, almost his entire professional life, and yet he's able to do it. So it isn't, as you're saying, the age, it's the mindset, it's the willingness to adapt, change, move forward, and to scale up, and, you know, whenever, wherever necessary. There's a handful of companies in the cloud was top 10, right? Google Cloud brought in uh, almost three years ago, a guy from Oracle. And so now you have somebody who had been at Oracle for 22 years over to Google Cloud, the cloud native company, but they had to bring in somebody with a different point of view. And ever since Thomas Curran arrived, Google Cloud has exploded. They've done incredibly well. So there are a number of these cases where it isn't like, uh, you know, they're run by 26 year olds or, you know, 35 year olds who've never done anything except in the internet uh, business or internet economy, but a, a state of mind, a framework, and I would suspect that they would all be very big on those uh, those four types of approaches you're talking about, about accountability and the importance of talent, and let's know what we're doing, let's have that focus on the customer. So I'd love it. 
Uh, Bridget, could you, you mentioned up, up front the four Ds. Could you tell us yes. what those are and how those fit? So the, the four Ds are drivers, demands, discipline, and decisions. Um, so these are the four Ds mentioned from the book Scaling Up. Um, and to unpack them really quickly, we can continue then, because um, I know we have some other things we want to dive into too. Um, drivers is about what is the personal and economic growth um, for the organization. Um, a, an element here is um, how are you looking and, and interacting with your people? Are you managing them or are you coaching them? Um, and in this book, you know, the, the author recommends looking at the coaching uh, mentality uh, versus, you know, managing necessarily with your employees. Um, the second is demands, um, balancing between stakeholder demands and internal processes. So, you know, money, it's great, um, but relationships also matter. So striking that balance between um, what is the demands of your business um, internally, externally, um, uh, not as necessarily being reactive to things, a more proactive uh, mindset. Third is, is discipline. So we've talked about the KPIs and defined targets. Uh, they also suggest regular meetings um, to have data review and, um, you know, take a look at how, how are the processes, uh, process, regular procedural reviews um, as a point of discipline um, across the holistic organization. And then the last thing is decision making, um, which is all about, you know, we talk about decision making a lot and it can be kind of a, a hairy one to, to unpack, but uh, they recommend in the, in the book here to tackle those biggest issues first um, and, and prioritizing some of the biggest, the, the biggest issues that could drain on those, those four things that I mentioned earlier, which is the cash flows, uh, the strategy, that people, the execution. Um, what are those glaring things um, that need to be made immediately and working your way backwards and trying to create a timeline uh, to uphold that? So those are the four Ds. <laughs> yeah, those are, uh, you know, powerful ideas. Again, I think it's fascinating when you said the book written in 2014. I mean, it's not that those things were unimportant then, but we've sort of all been through this, you know, phase shift since March of 2020. So even, you know, this is six years before that. So I, uh, I really, um, really like the way you, you, you brought this forward. And it sounds like this author is taking a look at things from an end to end, you know, uh, flexible speed, you know, results, accountability perspective, which is just so essential today. Mm -hmm. So Bridget, what would, uh, what would your, you know, do you have a final thought about the book and sort of? Yeah, you know, the statistic that stood out to me is uh, growth doesn't always equal success. Um, and uh, that there's also a statistic that was 25% of businesses get to success. Um, so I think for each organization, defining what success means um, is, is really important. Define, defining how you can make a decision um, and, and make those executions reality is really important. Um, but that, you know, adding a second floor to your office suite might not exactly be the right thing um, unless your organization is structured to um, make those steps to, 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 uh, to really 
create that impactful uh, next, uh, oh, I'm selling over my words here, Bob. <laughs> um, but it, it, it is about you know scaling up when you're ready and considering the internal capacity that you have in order to achieve those goals. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, I was gonna, can I throw in a C word, communicate? You know, yeah. so everybody's aware and, and moving along as things go so fast. Well, Bridge, that's fascinating. Again, the, the book is uh, Scaling Up and the author, is it Vern? Vern Harnish. Vern Harnish. What was Vern's background, Bridget? Um, you know, I'll, I'll uh, share some things and we can definitely include that below. Um, so I don't have it at the ready. I apologize. No, no, I, I didn't know. He sounds like maybe he was a business school teacher, but maybe he was, uh, you know, somebody who's been a, a business professional doing that all along. But Bridget, you had a couple of other things you wanted to be sure to uh, to mention today. I did. Yeah. So from the viewpoint of acceleration economy, you know, we we are excited about the future. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, can you let me do the, the BMC live read here and then? Oh, yes. We'll, we'll come back to these. Okay, sorry, sorry. Hey, I'm, uh, all right, be right back. Bridget, that's a great point. Um, we're gonna pick up on that in just a second, but first a word from our sponsor, BMC. BMC wants to know, is your business on its A game? That's when systems are intelligent by learning from markets where automation is paramount yet effortless, when technology and people work as one in an enterprise. The A game is your business at its absolute best. BMC calls this the autonomous digital enterprise. Find out more at bmc.com slash a game. So Bridget, um, you had a couple of other things that you wanted to be sure to mention here too. You've got some cool things going on with the acceleration economy business and what's going on there. So what, what's, what's happening? Yeah, you know, it is always uh, new things <laughs> and exploring, and um, there's been a lot of uh, exciting new releases that we've been making on behalf of um, Acceleration Economy. So yes, I'd love to share a couple of them. The, the, the biggest one that I guess impacts my role um, is the Acceleration uh, Network, the Acceleration Analyst Network. Um, so these are our uh, analysts, that have been um, doing the great work in their own way for their history of their career. Um, and uh, some of them tackle different areas and uh, with their own point of view. So this is really helping us as, as we're forward thinking and um, looking ahead uh, to be not only inclusive to those different points of views um, because they, they do matter. <laughs> and, but then also, um, you know, these individuals are creating the content uh, themselves. So not only are they, uh, we, we have uh, an internal space for folks to exchange ideas, collaborate, things like that, um, but they're also uh, creating the content that we're sharing on our homepage, that we're sharing in video formats. Uh, and and it's, it's a way to share that point of view um, as, uh, as a way that businesses need to be forward thinking. Um, so they're all looking at this as a way to help businesses, but from their specific corner of 
uh, professional experience. So for instance, we have uh, somebody with uh, experience on uh, with boards and, and strategy there. So his name is Wayne Satan, and he talks all about board strategy, who should report to who, um, some of the dynamics there that can be kind of layered and how to get through that together um, we also have uh, John Foley, who talks about uh, uh, data. So he's our, our data uh, analyst with a data point of view. Um, and he has just a thorough experience, um, 20 years or so in database management systems, data warehouses. So he talks a lot about uh, how we can drive strategy, what you should know about those things um, in order to make the lasting um, strategic impacts you're looking to do uh, regarding policy, performance, scale, some of the challenges there. Um, he actually is helping us launch the data revolution channel. Um, so you'll see a lot of his, his uh, authoring there um, and his point of view. So those are just two, two of, of uh, our analysts. We have, um, I think it's 17 now <laughs> of analysts with all different points of view. Um, so that is a, a huge launch that we just pushed out this last week or two. Um, and uh, it's, it's just been really exciting to see uh, how these, these viewpoints together have created something completely brand new. Um, and uh, just by listening to the other point of views and, and helping to uh, push us along towards that acceleration. So Bridge, you're helping to orchestrate both what your internal team does in the content creation and development, but then also you've got this other, you know, dedicated network of external contributors who are subject matter experts, sounds like, you know, a couple of journalists, practitioners, and so on like that. That's a, that's a very, very exciting approach there. So you get the best of multiple worlds coming together. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, in addition to this new launch with the Acceleration, um, uh, the Acceleration Economy Analyst Network, a bit of a mouthful, um, but with this network launching, there also is a new launch of um, one of our events. So part of our legacy, as I mentioned before, um, is events, user uh, user support, things like that for the Microsoft stack, and we've done that with um, the summit events. Well, now we are excited to be branching um, with uh, the Acceleration Economy Conference happening in Arizona in March. Um, and uh, Bob, I know you and our CEO, John, have been working really, really closely to making this possible uh, with writing up our whole prospectus and creating our great agenda and pulling all of these analysts together. So I don't know if you want to maybe dive into any of um, your, uh, you know, takeaways from that. Yeah, Bridget, I, I, you, you captured it perfectly there. And, you know, I think what's, um, what's so intriguing about it, one is, um, I, I, I don't know what the number is, but there have been a lot of conferences in the history of the world. You know, I might go back to the cavemen and, uh, you know, uh, you know that we found a source of water and, you know, let's all talk about the water source, but you have to go through some, uh, you know, tar pits to get there or something. So people have been doing this a long time, but it seems so different or new or fresh here in, you know, September, October of 2021, because, we just don't go to live events anymore, but I think people are really yearning to do that. There's a deep, deep, deep desire, I think, for people to connect and, you know, online virtual events can be terrific, but there's a stronger need for that. So I think one, the fact that it's a face-to-face -face event is really cool. 
the themes and the subject and the approaches are very much at, at not tech industry centric, but they are external. What's going on in the business world? What are some of these companies who are leading their own organizations through this acceleration into a breakthrough type of uh, positioning and capability and performance? Um, that's what we really want to do. And I think we, we've talked a lot about, we want this to be for the, the creators of tomorrow, uh, people who are able to uh, move their businesses at the speed of tomorrow. And uh, I think that those are, you know, some of the pillars of the whole acceleration economy. So we'll have some, you know, fantastic examples of businesses doing things that really no business has done before. And, you know, if I tie back a little bit to your scale up uh, notion there with the book there, these ideas of what's driving the strategy here, you know, how do they move at speeds people haven't really done there before and creating these new sorts of demands that keep up with uh, consumer expectations or business expectations and the discipline that has to happen, right? Uh, in any sort of organization, but now you're moving at 120 miles an hour and there are no guardrails and there can be some twists and turns in the road. So you've got to be ready for those things. So ultimately the decisions that you make you know, Bridget, if I could complete the loop on your four Ds, they're just more vital and more urgent than ever before uh, for this. So we're, we're thrilled about the Acceleration Economy Conference, both that it's going to be able to bring people together again, and also the, uh, the things that we want to talk about and the uh, incredible achievers, these creators of tomorrow who we want to showcase at the event. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love what you said there. And so I want to Re, you know, reiterate that, um, you know, it's a celebration in a bit of some of these uh, examples and these drivers and, and people who have done it. Um, and I, I, I personally love that we're able to take some time and recognize those points of view, recognize what others have been doing um, as, you know, less about, hey, we as Acceleration Economy know all the answers. Not necessarily. There's a lot of point of views that matter, um, and let's. What we're doing here is is curating that to make it possible for other people to create new ideas from other people. You know, that's that's the fun of this. Um, and one of my very favorite elements that I don't know if I've even told you this yet, Bob, but I've definitely told John this of the event is uh, the award element. Um, so not only are we em embracing this different points of view to spark new ideas with the analysts and the speakers, but there's also this recognition of who's making these big changes in the world today um, on all these different industries, financial services, retail, healthcare, manufacturing, art, uh, agriculture, public sector, higher ed, transportation, construction, energy, um, you know, all these sectors that, that are very connected, um, but we taking that time to recognize the great work that others are doing, I think is just really special. Um, you know, we, uh, as, you know, it's, I think it's uh, really, really unique. Um, so there is a nomination process that, you know, if, if uh, anyone watching knows of someone that they feel fits those categories that is going above and beyond in some of their approaches to their business, you can actually nominate them and uh, get them there and, uh, and, and, and recognized. So that was, that was something that really stood out to me, Bob. Bridget, that's that's wonderful. So, say um, if one of our you know people and 
you know, our fabulous audience would like to attend, would like to find out more about the conference, would like to nominate somebody. Bridget, where could they do that? Yeah, so um, there is the main uh, uh, accelerationeconomy.com. There's that tab that you can see all of our events that are taking place, digital and in person. But for this particular event, you can find it at conference.accelerationeconomy.com. That has full registration details, prospectus, if you're interested in learning more from that sort of involvement. Uh, you can also hear who's speaking, what are the analysts, how are they participating, but then also that nomination process. So there's a, a, a pretty easy to follow nomination form uh, that you can submit your recommendations. Oh, Bridge, that's wonderful. Um, yeah. you know, the, the creators of tomorrow, I think that's what it's about. And as you said, you know, we're not uh, having this, staging this conference to try to show everybody how smart we are. We're staging it to try to showcase some remarkable thinkers, doers, achievers, and innovators and in what's happening there and let those provide sort of an example, a catalyst for other companies that have great aspirations to do some remarkable things, to be full players in this acceleration economy. It's, it's going to be a, a fantastic uh, few days in, I believe it's Scottsdale, Arizona in, in yeah. March. Scottsdale, Arizona, March 21st through the 22nd. Um, and the whole theme is business at the speed of tomorrow. So. Nice, nice. Well, I think that also, it sounds like that'll be the first day of springtime. So there'll be so much to celebrate there too as well. <laughs> These achievers, the end of stinking winter, although in Arizona, yeah, you won't really notice winter so much, right? <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> Well, Bridget, thank you so much for this romp through uh, scaling up books, a uh, little bit of psychology, human behavior, some very interesting insights and some terrific stuff that you're leading there at accelerationeconomy.com. It sounds like uh, you've got lots and lots and lots on your plate. You know, it's all good stuff, though. And um, honestly, getting to chat with you, Bob, is always a highlight. So thanks again for having me here. Bridget, you're welcome so much. Thank you for, uh, for your great ideas. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live. We look forward to seeing you next time. Bridget and Bob, you, you were great. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I, I lay all the credit on Bridget and, uh, you know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Well done, Bridget. Thanks, um, Bill. Bill, I, you know, I'm not groveling for compliments, but I didn't even have a piece of paper in front of me. To remember. I still remember. How did yeah. you remember this? Book? Yes, you remember though. Know. I don't you know. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bridget. Usually, fifty percent of the time, you know, Professor Cozell saves me. But uh, here, Bill, I was able to give you a little bit of a break today. Bridget was wonderful. Thanks a million for this. Um, we will put some things together. We'll get this going to maybe uh, sometime early, middle of next week. We hope we'll be able to pump this guy out. Awesome. That's great. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bridget. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.